Today on Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose. He would love it just if you would not fulfill your purpose here in the earth. And that is why this podcast is called Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose, because it's all about healing from this heartbreak so that you are free. You're not chained by this heartbreak. You're not bound by this heartbreak, but you are free to pursue the purpose that God has for your life. Hey sis, welcome to the Goodbye Heartbreak Hello Purpose podcast, the place where you learn how to move forward from heartbreak and achieve wholeness through emotional healing, spiritual growth, uncovering identity and behavior patterns, and saying yes to the calling God placed on your life. I'm your host, Candice Baddies, and I know what it's like to be heartbroken and confused about who you are and what God created you to do, but I also know what it's like to be healed and hold with clarity. If you're ready to have your broken heart mended, grow your faith, and discover who you are, why you do what you do, and what you were created to do, look no further. You're definitely in the right place. So kick off those cute shoes that's been hurting your feet all day and turn me up in those earbuds. We're about to get into it. Hey sis, yes, it's another Tuesday and we are here for another episode. Y'all know I love these Tuesdays where we get to get together and have some good girl chat and we get to grow, we get to heal, we get to learn and we get to thrive and I'm here for it every Tuesday because I love it so absolutely much. And today's episode is going to be a really good one. We're really going to dig into some scriptures on today and not really dig into them, but I have some that I just want to provide for you because the devil, y'all, he is busy. He's a busybody. He's trying to run rampant through our lives and just tearing things up. And y'all, God's been giving me some revelation on this and on him lately. And so because of the season that you are in right now, I got some scriptures to share with y'all that God has given me. So I'm going to give them to y'all today. Before we do that, I'm going to read today's five-star written review. And this one is from Toya Lu, and it's titled Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose. And she says, this is an amazing podcast. It's rare to find a positive and spiritually based podcast for women. I am so grateful for you. God bless. Thank you so much, Toya Lu. I hope that you are tuning in to these episodes and really growing from them. I hope you're finding the information helpful and share with the people that you know need it. So you guys, again, we are going to dig into these lies, okay? The enemy is out here lying. And, you know, the, the Bible says that, one, we know he's our enemy, the devil's our enemy, and he is out here like just walking to and fro, seeking whom he can devour. He is prowling around like a roaring lion, like just out here trying to just swallow us up whole. And in this season of heartbreak that you may be experiencing, he sees an open door that he's trying to get through. Maybe it's a little window, maybe it's a little crack. And so it's important, so important to fortify your faith in this season because he doesn't want you to. He does, He wants you. Ultimately, what the devil wants is for us to turn our back on God and serve him. 
That's it. He wants us to serve him instead of serving God. He wants to be God. And so he is out here fighting this battle, doing all this underhanded stuff that you can't even see. And he's going to take this opportunity when he feels that you are low to try to get you to turn your back. But guess what? We're not doing that. And that's why I got scriptures for you today that you are going to stand on during this difficult season. You're going to cling to him. You're going to hold tight to him. I know that it may feel like God is not with you in this season. I know how that feels, but rest assured he is there. And I have scriptures for you to stand on. I have 10 of them today and they're for different scenarios of whether or not you feel like God is with you, but know that he is. So let's go ahead and dig into it. I want y'all to make sure y'all got a paper, a piece of paper or a notebook, a journal, whatever, and a pen so you can write these scriptures down, put them in your phone or whatever. But you need to write these scriptures down so that you can go ahead and um, use them in your everyday life. So I'm going to be flipping to these scriptures as we go because it's 10 of them. So I, don't, I didn't type them all out. But um, let's start with... First, before before we dig into that, I kind of want to. I'm talking about the enemy and and you know what he does, but let's talk about a little bit before we dig into the scriptures about why he wants you to stay in a season of heartbreak. He really does. He wants you to stay here, sis. And it may feel like he may he's gonna get he's trying to make you believe that this is your life now. And you have to be strong enough to be like, no, this is not. This is a season, but it will pass. And he wants you to do that. And I mentioned a little bit, you know, ultimately he wants us to turn our back on God and serve him. But if he can't make you serve him, then he he's dirty, y'all. <laughs> he's going to settle for some other things. He's going to settle for you be having anxiety. He's going to settle for you uh, feeling like you're not good enough. He's going to settle for you not becoming your best self, your, the best version of yourself. He's going to definitely love if he can't get you to just turn your back and, and um, you know, not believe in God anymore. He would love it just if you would not fulfill your purpose here in the earth. And that is why this podcast is called Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose, because it's all about healing from this heartbreak so that you are free. You're not chained by this heartbreak. You're not bound by this heartbreak, but you are free to pursue the purpose that God has for your life here in this earth. It's hard to do that when your heart is hurting. It's hard to do that when you don't know who you are. It's hard to do that when your focus is on the man and not your God. So that's what this podcast is all about. So I just kind of want to point that out. He wants you to stay in this broken place. But today we getting up, sis, and we saying, no, we're not staying here. You're going to do what you have to do to get out. So let's dig into these scriptures. We're going to start with um, scriptures from when God feels far away. And the first scripture is Psalms 34, 18. Like I said, I'm going to go, I'm going to be flipping through these uh, <laughs> verses as I read them. So Psalms 34 in verse 18, and this may be familiar to some of you. Some of you maybe not. I'm reading from the, from the NIV version, and it says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. 
Y'all, this is one of my key scriptures when I was going through my season of heartbreak because I'm like, how could how could it be that God sees me going through this and he's just letting me do it? Like, where is he? But he's not far. He's actually closer because you're brokenhearted. He's close to the brokenhearted. He knows that your spirit is crushed. You know, we go through things in life because that's just the nature of life. We go through these things, but God has not left us. He, in fact, he draws it nearer and closer to you during this time. So stand on that scripture, Psalms 34 and 18. And I also want to mention that 17, um, we hear 18 a lot, but maybe not so much 17. And 17 says, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. Sis, if you saved, if you're a child of God, then you are the righteousness of God. So it says the righteous cry out, cry out to God. And he know that he hears you because his word says so. And that he will deliver you from all your troubles. So this this heartbreak, he's going to deliver you. Now, I didn't say he's going to give it back. He's going to give you that relationship back. He's going to fix that man. That's not what I said. But he's going to deliver you from the heartbreak that he will do. So those two scriptures do go together. And then it says the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. So if you are feeling like God is not is somewhere far away, has no idea that you're dealing with this, that you're like, um, God, you know, where are you? Cry out to him and he hears you and he'll deliver you and he's close to you. He's closer than you think. Maybe he's just right there waiting for you to cry out to him. So if you have not done that, go ahead and cry out to him. Let him know that you're looking for him to save you from this. He wants you. He wants to see you exercise your faith during this season to see who you're going to turn to. Are you turning to the world or are you turning to him? So he's close to the brokenhearted. And if you are brokenhearted, then he is right there with you. Okay. next, the next uh, scriptures is actually a few scriptures for this next section. And this one is for when you feel your sin in that relationship that you were in separated you from God. Okay. The first scripture we're going to read is from Romans chapter eight. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, we did an episode with Pastor Jessica, where we talked about worship. And she read this scripture. And it's such a powerful scripture. I love it so much. It's Romans chapter eight, uh, verses 35 through 39. And I want to read all of them because it's so powerful. First of all, I just want to say Romans eight, chapter eight is the whole, the whole chapter is such a rich, rich chapter. And to me, I find so much encouragement and comfort in Romans chapter 8. So when you have time, make some time, read that entire chapter. But for this specific purpose, we're going to read verses 35 through 39. And it reads, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for the sake we face death all day, for your sake we, we face death all day long, we are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. So, no, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved, who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So what Paul is saying here is that there is nothing 
your sin. The only way your sin can separate you is if you if you walk away. But even so, God has the power to call you back in. He might let you go ahead and you might want to dibble and dabble, but guess what? He's standing right there. He's not separated from you. That's why Jesus came. And that's what he's saying. Jesus' blood covers us. It covers our sin. It covers us. And so when God, when the Father sees us, he doesn't see us. He sees the blood that covers us. So nothing, because he sees his son's blood, he's like, my son's blood was not shed in vain. Therefore, you, he, he's not going to separate himself from you. He's not. Even if you walk away, God still loves you. He loves you. And his whole thing is calling you back in if you walk away. But I hope that you would not do that and just be reminded that you're, if you sinned in that past relationship, if you engaged in behaviors that you were like, God was not pleased with. And so now you're feeling like he's not with you during the season of heartbreak. That's a lie from the devil, a lie from the enemy. And he wants you to believe that. But God's word says nothing can separate you, can separate him from you from his love. And so hang on to that. Stand firm on that scripture. And then the next scripture um, under that particular lie, we're going to go to 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. And it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So in that, you know, nothing's going to separate you from his love. And if you feel that you have sinned, then you confess your sin. You repent, ask God for forgiveness, and you turn away from that sin, and then you're you're cleansed. He will cleanse you from the the sin, from the unrighteousness of the sin. So if you feel like you have sinned, if you feel like you know you are pulling away and you're looking for a way that you can let down your guard and go go back to God, so to speak, you know, even though God has not left you, but maybe you're trying to leave him because you're feeling guilty and shame. No, go ahead and repent. Know that God has forgiven you and has cleansed you and, you know, and be done with that. Be done with that so that you know that God is with you in this. Okay. And then one more under that. And so I want to point out to you, because I'm going to give another point, but these first uh, John one, nine and Isaiah forty three twenty five is where we're going next. But I'm using that under this particular, um, this particular point about when you feel like the sin you uh, engaged in separated you from God. But also these two scriptures will also be used for the next part, which is uh, when you messed up in the relationship, when you were the one who messed up the relationship, which happens sometimes. But right now we're going to Isaiah forty-three twenty-five. So this again is for both points. And it reads, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my for my own sake and remembers your sins no more this is god speaking through the prophet isaiah to his children so he is telling them that he blots out meaning like he said he cleanses and purifies he blots it out he makes it to where it does not it, it's no longer there he blots out their transgressions their sins is what he's talking about for his own sake so let I want to pose something a little different that if you feel like he's not going to do it for you because of who you are and what you've done in this scripture he says 
for his own sake that he's going to blot out the sin because God always stays true to who he is and he always stays true to his character. God is love. God is merciful and gracious. And so for his sake, for his character, for who he is, he's going to blot out that all that sin, all the transgressions that we may have um, committed against him because he loves us that much, because he said he's a forgiving God, because he said he's a merciful God, he's going to blot out all the sin. So if, if you if you struggle with that, like, I'm not good enough. Well, guess what? God is. And so for his sake, he's going to do it. Maybe it won't be for your sake. Maybe it's for his sake, if that's what you need to tell yourself to to be able to receive his forgiveness and combat that lie of the enemy. So even when the, so you can tell the devil, like, look, he might be telling you, you know, you did this and you did that and you messed up and da 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 and be like, yeah, yes, I did. I did all of those things. I messed up all of those things. But guess what? For his sake, because he's a good God and because he is merciful, he is righteous, he is holy. For his sake, he's going to do it anyway. Because that's the kind of God he is. Shut the devil down. We got things for him, okay? These are what these scriptures are for. It's to shut down the lies of the enemy. Because he coming, y'all. He is relentless. And he is coming for us, his people in this day. And so, I'm sorry, not his people. Because we're not his. We're God. He's coming, he's coming for God's people in this day. We're going to use these scriptures to win. That's what I'm saying. We're using these scriptures to win. All right. So, the next point, as I revealed, was... Um, First scriptures for when you feel like you messed up the relationship. So again, use first John one nine and use Isaiah forty three twenty-five for those also, for that one also. But now we're also going to go to Psalms one thirty-nine and eight. Y'all, David went through some things. He wrote most of the book of Psalms, and you know, he was promised to be king, he was anointed to be king. But it didn't happen right away. And so he had to endure some hardships. He had to endure some things. He had to run from the king who was trying to kill the The current king was trying to kill him. A lot of things was happening. Okay. Ultimately, he became king, but he had to endure some things before. So 139 and 8. I want to read this one from the New King James Version. And it says, if I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. So this is like another God ain't going nowhere type of thing. And David said, even if he made his bed in hell, I mean, really, who wants to do that? But sometimes, you know how people say you made your bed and I lay in it. So we mess up sometimes and they're, and people look at us and they're not gracious and they're not merciful. And they're like, you know what? You made your bed. You lay in it. Well, guess what? While you lay in your bed, that's so uncomfortable that you made because you may be messed up. Then God is still with you. That is what David is saying. He's still there. So even if you cheated on that person and you hurt them and you maybe deliberately hurt them, but you are now genuinely sorry, you repent and know that God is still there for you. The other two scriptures we read from Isaiah and 1 John, we're using those as well. He's going to blot out your transgressions for his sake. If you are his, it doesn't mean that you don't mess up. 
you you will mess up. We all mess up in some way, some shape, form, or fashion, and maybe this one was just yours. So if you messed up, know that God did not leave you because you messed up. You still covered by the blood. So you just need to repent and, you know, turn away from that. But he's still there. He's still there loving you, waiting for you to get up and come on. Um, But he's, you know, David said, if I make my bed in hell, you will be there with me. So if that ain't ain't encouraging enough to be like, you know what, he's with me. Okay, I believe you guys. So stand on that. And, you know, that's how you pray. What I said earlier, be like, God, I know I messed up. I know I hurt this person and I'm sorry. I tried to apologize to them. Maybe they forgave me. Maybe they didn't. But, you know, you just pray that and be like, but God, I know you're still here because you love me. And even though I messed up, Jesus' blood covers me. And so as I'm, you know, dealing with the consequences of my actions, God, I just pray that you give me grace. And I know you're here. Amen. And, you know, and and you you pray that prayer. You stand on that scripture. You, you know, you read it every day and find encouragement in that until you are lifted and knowing, you know, every time those thoughts come to mind that you messed up, you messed up and trying to condemn you, you pull out this scripture and you're like, no, no, there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So I made my bed, I'm laying in it, but Jesus laying in it with me. He's watching over me, you know, so just find, you know, find your, your language and, and, uh, but use God's language for sure. And this is how you partner with God in your healing. Okay. Next, where are we going next? The next one is for when you feel like heartbreak is trivial. So I know this was something I struggled with because I was like, it's just a breakup with my boyfriend. Like God isn't really concerned about that. <laughs> it's, and you know, but again, that's a lie of the enemy. And so we are going to go to Psalms 138 and eight is one chapter before the following one. The Psalms are good, y'all. If y'all granted it is the longest book of the Bible, but it's so good when you are going through tests and trials and struggles because it really is just, um, David really was so poetic and there's other, he's not the only person in the Psalms, but you know, he did a great deal of the Psalms and he was so poetic and he just, you know, God, why am I so downcast? Why am I so, you know, he's like, but he was always finding ways to encourage himself in the Lord. You know, he would express his troubles to God. He would share his heart with God, but then he'd come right back around and be like, but I know you're with me and I know your love and you'll never leave me. You'll never forsake me. You know, you're with me, whether I make my bed in heaven or hell, you here. And so that's it. And that's what the relationship with God is like. And that is what communicating with him is like. You know, you share your heart with him, but then you pray, you know, you praise him, you worship him, you share your heart with him, you, you know, you get out all your frustrations and then you come back and you encourage yourself with his word and everything that he says and everything that you know to be true about him. So Psalms 138 and 8 says, the God, uh, the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the works of your hands. So he is saying that the Lord will perfect, perfect that which concerns him. So he is, God is concerned about the things that concerns us. Okay. And we hear that a lot and they use the scripture for that. And he really is deeply concerned about all the things that concern us. And so this heartbreak is something that concerns us. So it concerns him. And why is that? Because it's more so that it is keeping you from being the best that you can be. 
It is keeping you from accessing the abundant life that Jesus came to give you. It is keeping you from walking out the calling that God placed on your life. If you can't fulfill the call, then what, you know, what are you going to do with your life? You know, it keeps you stuck. So God is concerned about the things that concern us because he's like, no, nothing's going to stop you. He's here to make sure that we go as far as we can go, that we do what he has called us to do in this earth to really impact the kingdom of God. So this heartbreak, yes, God is concerned about it because it's hindering you. It's something that is keeping you from being the best version of yourself. So he is concerned about it. So when you feel like it's too trivial and, you know, that's not really something that God would concern himself with, I want you to read this scripture that the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. And by perfect it, meaning that, you know, he's going to heal. He's going to heal you of that. He's going to make sure that it is used for his glory and for your good. And he says, your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. God is merciful. No matter what we have done, again, he shows us mercy. He does not deal with us the way we deserve to be dealt with um, because of our sin or how we messed up. But he's merciful to us. He shows us love and kindness. And he, and then, you know, David ends it with, do not forsake the works of your hands. And by that, he means us. Like he, he's talking about himself. He's like, I, I'm, I'm your handiwork. And I think that's Ephesians 2.10 uh, says, you know, God is our handiwork. I mean, we are God's handiwork. And, but this was long before that, um, that time. And he's like, I, I, I am the works of your hands. You created me. You knit me together in my mother's womb. You knew me before you formed me. Like I am you, I am your handiwork. So do not forsake the works of your hands. Don't leave me because I messed up. I know. And don't leave me. I, these people out here trying to get me. Don't leave me. Don't forsake me. So the, when you're having the moments, you know, you can say that, but you'd be like, God, don't forsake me. Even so you can still, you're going to declare some things. You're like, I know, I know, I know. But in those moments of doubt, you're like, wait, God, mm, don't forsake me. Don't leave me. When you're feeling like just really troubled and concerned, don't forsake me. Okay. So you can always say that. And he won't, he won't. But sometimes we ask for things know, you know, good and well what the word says. And still we're concerned about things that we probably shouldn't be concerned about. But God knows that, you know, we're human and we will be concerned about certain things. And so we ask, we pray, we, we're seeking, we're knocking. So don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid. Hey, sis, look, I'm so sorry that I had to cut this episode short, but it was just a little too long to play as one full episode, mainly because I want you to be able to really dig into what I gave you today, meditate on it, and really digest it really well. And so I just felt like giving you all the scriptures today would have been just a bit much after I went back and listened to the replay. So I want you to really, like I said, uh, take these scriptures, Write them down, like I said, um, put them on note cards. Maybe I didn't get to that part in this episode, but this is your homework assignment, okay? You're going to write them down on note cards and you're going to start memorizing these scriptures so that when you need them, you'll be able to pull them out 
and you'll be able to recall them from memory because I want you to memorize these scriptures, not just for the sake of memorizing them, but because you will have them in your arsenal as a weapon to fight the attacks of the enemy. Okay, so make sure that you really, like I said, start getting these in your spirit and definitely make sure you tune in to part two on next week because I'm going to give you more scriptures, but I think I get a little riled up in part two a little bit more than I did in part one just because when we get to the end, listen, I start talking about how we're going to get this devil, how we're going to start slicing and dicing him with this sword, which is the word of God. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see y'all next week. Love y'all. Bye. Hey, sis, listen, if you've been blessed, changed or inspired by this podcast in any way, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one way that you can thank me and show support for the show. Also, if this podcast blessed you, don't keep it to yourself. Do a quick share and bless someone else. Please know I am so grateful for each and every one of you and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me and other like-minded individuals in my Facebook group called Christian Women Overcoming Heartbreak and Finding Purpose. I can't wait to meet you back here really soon. Until then, remember to love the life you have while you're making it better. Love you, sis.